Hi, this is Harjot. And I'm Max. And this is our podcast. Have you been crying? It looks like I've been crying, but I've actually been sweating. <laughs> Gross. I think you need to make sure that you're using a lot of waterproof makeup. Your your eye makeup is、uh, running. I have like black lines going straight from my eyes into my mouth. Don't you have a new makeup line for men for、uh, that is that's waterproof? What's it called? Um, Manbeline. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Manbeline. <laughs> well, you look great. I think the point of your makeup is to actually run to gain sympathy for your fake tears. It's meant to look like you've been crying.、Uh, what's the name of the mascara? Manscara. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your main target? Uh, men. That's great. That's great. You're gonna be a millionaire. You're gonna make so much money. Um, not a millionaire. A, a manlinear. No, that didn't work. Second draft. <laughs> um, keeping powerful men in power. It's a male empowerment makeup line. Ooh, that makes sense. Take this to Shark Tank. It's gonna make you tons of money. You know what? My my um, the way that I sell myself as a shark. If I were auditioning for the show, I'd be like, Okay, go ahead. In college, they used to call me Jaws because I would swallow them whole. <laughs> That's disgusting. Um, having. <laughs> Excuse me. So It's okay. You、uh, don't have to recover from that. Just leave it there. Just leave it there. Okay. Okay. Hey, how's it going? Hi, I'm good. Have you caught your breath? Yeah, we we were both laughing before we hit the record <laughs> button, so several tries to get it right. Case of the giggles. No, we're good. We're good. I am melting. We are sitting through some like sweltering、Ugh. heat. You want to hear something? Want to hear something that was very offensive? My Google search really hurt my feelings. I was really hot. I went for a walk. It's like what is it? Thirty-five degrees for for Canadians.、Mm-hmm. So on my walk outside, because I love these long, long, long walks,、um, I, I needed some AC. So good thing I have my mask. I walked into a Shoppers Drug Mart. And、um, while、mm. I was in there, I was like, "Oh man, like I'm sweaty everywhere, like in the creases of my elbows." And I'm like, "Oh, my thighs are like so sweaty." My so neck, I'm, like, my back,、Googling、my <laughs> yes. So while I'm in there, I'm like, I'm gonna Google quickly,、um, like friction on your on your thighs as a lady, and it. <laughs> You know how it pre-populates the the searches? It's、okay. like、uh, solutions for chub rub. Or like products for chub rub. I was like, is that what it's called? Is that the medical term <laughs> of when your thighs rub together? Yeah, and then、uh. I looked at the list. I was like, this is for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, these thighs are too juicy. Oh my、right、god,、now. chub rub! So Google, Google, you hurt me. You that should be a barbecue、too. sauce. I feel like maybe that's what it is. Ooh, ooh, idea. Write that down. Patent pending. <laughs>、mm, okay. Anyways, yeah, I, I my feelings are hurt. I looked at the list.、Um, I did not buy anything, but yeah. Anyways, 
That happened to me. Um, I'm really hot. I'm really sweaty, and things be rubbing. I know. What did you What did you do to to beat the heat? I I, I did some pretty stupid things. I stood in some lines for um, IKEA uh. and then the Home Depot just to get some equipment that I needed for my house. But I'm not, I'm done. I'm done. I'm checking out. I can't do it anymore, uh. especially underneath the mask. I just get so sweaty and it's (gasps) it is hard to breathe but i don't fucking record videos on instagram telling people not to wear masks so i was about to say did you have like a karen (laughs) run-in a karen run-in with a with an actual karen no no i didn't (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) because there's so many videos out there we share them with each other so much now i have this expectation that it's gonna happen like when Mm -hmm. i was in shoppers drug mart i was ready with the script hey Stop saying that. Like, I was, like, ready to defend somebody mm. from a Karen. I, I have um, entertained the fantasy of running into a Karen and just having my mm. phone ready to go and knowing exactly what to do, point and shoot kind of situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Swipe uh, up, click the click the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram live. That's important, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that could help our numbers. Take, take a snippet and then put it on the pod, for sure. <laughs> um, It was Canada Day here yesterday. I have some feels about that, mm. but... We'll get into that yeah. um, in some of our topics today. Yeah, I can't wait because yeah, I'm ready to react to your feelings because I had some feelings of my own. Yeah, instead of Happy Canada Day exclamation mark, it was Happy Canada Day question mark for me. Mm. Mine was Canada Day happy <laughs> question mark. <laughs> okay. Just so it's different. So that I'm not plagiarizing. Right, it's right. fine. Okay. <laughs> Canada Day happy. <laughs> Okay, so there's uh, these questions that usually you're mm-hmm. trying to get to know somebody. It could be like at a party, like an icebreaker. Um, maybe you're starting a new job or you're meeting somebody for the for the first time. Um, I'm already nervous. At the, at the office. Uh, there are like these, these party games. And usually they should be questions that people are like, ooh, the, the imagination runs wild. Or I've been thinking about this for so long. I've written diary entries. And there's this like one question. Like going up question. to a non-pregnant woman and asking when's the baby due or you put your head on her stomach (laughs) you put your head on her stomach first (laughs) exactly that um but but after that question uh there's this Mm -hmm. one question that i hear it makes me uncomfortable because i gotta be that person (laughs) so i'm gonna ask you the question and then i'll let you know (laughs) why for me it's a problematic question uh but to maybe some others it's just a fun little party game the question goes, if you can pick any time in the past uh, to travel to as a time traveler, what year or what time period would you want to teleport yourself to and why? Oh, my God. So this sounds like a terrible interview question that I feel like I've been asked before. And I was like, why do you want me to answer this? When so- was it safe? For me to go back to yes. the dinosaurs, the Jurassic era. <laughs> oh, yes. So, when would you? When would you have? Uh, what What is your answer in this in this in this job interview? To work at Bet to work I, at Ben and Jerry's. I, <laughs> wow, that's they dig deep. Um, I would want to go back to like I don't like like a long ass time. I want to go back to the time before Jesus, BC. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> sometimes beast like when shit was really fucked up and like super <laughs> tribal and like way way back in the day not like oh when people used to fucking um uh, create black and white movies not 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 about that shit <laughs> So that's interesting, actually, because you're 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 trying to go back to a time where you can like butterfly effect like the rest of humanity, perhaps like yeah. throw a rock at something and perhaps like we'll get a quality quicker. Um, I want to build I want to build the ancient pyramids with a flat top. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, you want to make sure that it erodes faster because, you know, when like snow goes on a flat roof, it can't like melt <laughs> off e- easier because it snows in ancient Egypt. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know, no. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, Okay, so we're getting to why this is problematic. I feel like that question for a lot of people of color, BIPOC people, and a lot of women, um, we are limited to maybe the past 20 to 30 years. My imagination does not run wild. Like, so I'm like, you know, you're hearing all of the, you know, person number one is like, ooh, ooh, I wish I could have been in the time when the kings and the queens were around. And, you know, perhaps I could have been a lady in waiting. And, oh, oh, how awesome it would have been if I could have experienced being a a pirate or exploring on the deep blue sea on on a ship and all these these wonderful fairies. That sounds terrible. <laughs> All these things. There's no hygiene on those fucking ships and boats. True. Gout. True. Scurvy. So, you know, you you hear of all these, or, you know, people are like, oh, the, the golden ages of Hollywood. And it sounds so great. And then, like, yeah. you know, come to my part of the, the circle. <laughs> like, um, last year. <laughs> last year would have been great. Last year. The coronavirus was my highlight. <laughs> Uh, I would like to time travel to last year. And I would be okay if, uh, you know, we were giving out time travel tickets and they're like, ah, limited time. Uh, but, you know, it's like a like it's being sold on Ticketmaster and they, they sell out in like 30 seconds. So I'm like, oh, darn, can't, can't get a time travel ticket <laughs> because nothing is as great as it is right now for me. There's a lot of stuff that needs to get better. We've talked about this clearly. Uh-huh. We're all working towards it. But there's no golden oh, yeah. age. The golden age for me is hopefully next year or, and the year after that and the year after that. Like progressively, the age gets more golden um, because it wasn't that great for us. Maybe there's a very select group of people, a.k.a. older white men, <laughs> who would thrive in any of those time periods. Maybe even like super thrive where... They were crowned just for being themselves. And that's but I mean, it. I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. If you are somebody who is a marginalized person, yeah. Um, even a woman who is white, like your life was not great. Yes. Like you were like what? You want you want to go back to like the the fifties where, you know, your the the height of your day was ironing sheets without, you know, <laughs> a single wrinkle in them? Yeah, exactly. Because um oh. let's talk about Canada. Uh, you know, the Chinese Exclusion Act was uh nineteen twenty three. okay, so mm. <laughs> there was a point of progression where they were like, We don't want some of the people who look like you i mean i'm not chinese but i'm sure they weren't asking me in the streets if uh if i if i looked a specific way and um uh, you know people are like oh i would love to go to a time when things were a little bit more innocent and play- playful so the 1900s people always talk about it and like um one one thing you know uh Harjot, when you think of coney island <laughs> what do you think about 
Coney Island in the 19, 1900s. What do you what, what do you imagine Coney Island was like? A bustling place, uh, a mix of white people. <laughs> and you're like, you know, Coney Island, I'm sure it had some charm. Maybe there were some beaches. Uh, maybe there was like a Ferris wheel. And uh, maybe there were human yeah. zoos. There were literally human zoos uh-huh. uh, with Filipinos locked in them. So, like, people would come in, uh, see the little tribal babies, oh you know, who were uh, stolen from their land and exhibited for the American white people to, to gawk at. You know at. how upsetting so... it would be if somebody traced back their lineage and found out that, like, their, their people were one of those people who were shown in, in zoos at Coney Island? Yeah, P.T. fucking Barnum. So whenever I get this question and I say only last year would I feel comfortable traveling because of things that were not available uh-huh. to me, like, you know, the uh, freedom to walk around and be respected as a human being, like a hush kind of like goes over and I've ruined, I've ruined yeah, the game. Yeah. And I know, pe- I feel like people over romanticize certain time periods and I feel like, yeah, time people travel. are obsessed with yeah. it. Like, Don't you want to go back? Um, what was it? The, the, the roaring twenties and be a flapper. Don't you want to wear those cool dresses and <laughs> go to a speakeasy or, or whatever? And I'm just like, <laughs> no, I feel like I would have probably been somebody's slave. <laughs> They would have literally thought you flew on yeah. a magic carpet. Like I saw those Shirley Temple movies. Like they were wearing. Who is that genie? That's that's in that vending machine. Is it Zoran? <laughs> What's his name? Zoran. Yeah, Zor Zoran. The mechanical the one with for for big, right? Big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <that one. laughs> it's all blended in together. You'd be like, yeah, I'd like to be there and and be the the person who ran the, yeah. the machine, <laughs> the face of the machine. So uh, I want people to think about these questions and as we're doing these like icebreakers and maybe think of something that's a little bit more inclusive. Yeah. Like I know it's all in, in jest and fun, but it puts me in a spot. <laughs> it puts me in a spot where I have to pick, you know, one or the other where I'm going to say, oh, I'm going to ignore the the subjugation of specific people um, and, and play along and say the Roaring Twenties because you know, clothes were fly and it seemed like everybody was partying. Um, or I'm going to say, guys, as people of color, we don't have the freedom to travel. Just kind and of I like hate now. that those kind of, like... the answers to those questions are a determinant of how cultured you are. Whereas like, no, we just don't fetishize it yes. because like that wasn't a safe space for us. Like we wouldn't have existed in that time period and been able to thrive or try on this like costume and, and dance like these people and have these freedoms. Right. Like we're, it's, it's not I like know. I, I always, if I'm time traveling, I'm going to the future. Fuck this shit. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. But but again, like fear of the unknown, man. Let's hope. So that's why I'm like, let me. I'll I'll travel to to the monster I know of like last year, and I'll be good. And that's where I'm going. That's where I'll use my ticket. <laughs> All aboard. Blindfold me. Blindfold me and send me to 2040. I'm I'm okay with it. <laughs> oh my god, I'm scared. <laughs> All right, let's let's hop on the the time time machine. I'll come with you to to 2040. Let's go. So 
I don't know how to feel about Canada Day. It was yesterday, but there's something a little bit off-putting about seeing like a sea of red and white t-shirts, people with face paint, lots of children, lots of Canadian, what is it, paraphernalia? Is that the word? (laughs) What does that mean again? It's Uh, like, you know, um, toppings. (laughs) (laughs) Supplements. Just lots of red and white stuff. And I'm like, wait, didn't we just like hop off of this whole like um, protest for like Black Lives Matter? And then fireworks. Yeah. And then sort of a tangential conversation around indigenous people and how we've taken their land. There's something so off-putting about seeing flags for me. And I Mm -hmm. feel like this is tied into a few different things. Some of it is like the rampant stupidity and aggression with which people champion a flag because of a sports team. Yeah. That puts me off a lot. Like, I just feel like it's very basic. It's like, we might as well be in the fucking Coliseum, um, you know, cheering for one man to kill another man. It's just fucking (laughs) weird. I I don't do a lot of, I don't really do sports stuff. So sorry about that. But yeah, that's like, exactly that's... it. They kill some, but they kill they kill the losing team. <laughs> that's, that's exactly how it works, right. right? Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> then I then I'm a sports nut. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's so there's that, and then there's just like the colonization conversation to me is just so real. Mm-hmm. I feel like whenever we raise that flag or you know mount it to things, like I have fucking like neighbors that live down the street. Like every every which way you look, like their house is covered in Canadian flags. I feel like knocking on the door and being like, "Wait, are, what country are we in?" Because I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Like I just needed or I just need a reminder, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a part of it is also like I feel like my my reflection on that flag is very different now because we've been exposed a lot to this conversation about us having raped and pillaged um, the land um, from people who were indigenous to it. Right. And so I feel like every time you shove that flag in people's faces, you're basically saying like, here's the thing that we took from you. And here's the symbol that is to remind you of that forever. And I just feel Mm. like it's too close to home with some of the stuff that's been happening right now. Am I crazy? Yeah, I can, based on how you yeah. were, yeah, no, you're not crazy. I just think, um, and I didn't think about it that way. And I, I think I, I was having some of my own feelings. Um, and the way you're articul- articulating it is, it's almost like it, it's triggering. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. symbols are triggering when I see certain videos, when I see certain, or I hear certain words, like for you, and I think a lot of people, because actually, I was having a few DM texting conversations with other people of color who are saying that mm-hmm. they were having a hard time with Canada Day. Because again, I think we've kind of discussed this as uh, children of immigrants. Yes, we're grateful to be here in Canada. Now and in this place, we are afforded a lot of rights. Um, but that's yeah. not to say that we can't reflect, I think is what you're saying. It's like we can't reflect yeah. on the shitty shit that we've crawled out of to get to this place. There's also been a rebuttal to some of the Black Lives Matter stuff here in Canada saying that Canada's not that racist. We're not like the States. And I'm like, wait, I think back to all of the racist experiences I've personally had and that I've witnessed others have. (laughs) You're crazy. "Mm, Yeah. Here's a red hat. It's a little bit harder to celebrate this year. (laughs) Yeah. Here's a donut. It's, uh, we we give a dollar towards something when you buy it at Tim Hortons. It's okay. Racism solved. But I I 100% agree. Um, The holiday was hard. I think I did take a conscious 
moment to reflect on people who are also children of immigrants and mm-hmm. people of color who like people see that we're not from here and I'm doing the air quotes. Yep. We have to and I know I've had to say that I am Canadian because I do believe I'm Canadian and we've had to really voice our appreciation for being here because to be ungrateful um, is also something that people will attack. Like if you don't show your gratitude for being here, that I think what you're saying is like it doesn't mean to accept everything about this country i think to truly be patriotic and to love your country is to be like in in, almost like in a relationship you're like i know you can be better stop being so shitty stop treating me this way you can be better it also feels a little bit like you're subscribing to a cult and that puts me off too because i'm like you know people who like they wear the fucking face paint that's like war paint for them they carry they create like a cape out of the fucking flag and they're just like Mm -hmm. with like spilling like a beer i have a very specific image of a person it's usually somebody i've seen like in the bleachers of a sports game yeah i just feel like that energy i am being very um judgmental but like Mm. that's just the person that i see that's the vibe that Mm. i get in my mind when i think about somebody who's like patriotic so i I almost Mm. don't like that word but Mm. yeah it seems to be like somebody who's like subscribed to a cult and they will do like like you do for like religion when you're super religious it's like you're just super obsessed with it and you think it it doesn't need to improve it's the best it's the way that it is and it kind of reminds me of like some of the people that are like all like MAGA or 20 Trump 2020 in the states and I just like that show of like obsession for your country Mm. and for your flag is just I feel like it's like a religion that's being waved in my face that's really interesting because like I know I have deep feelings about Canada and um most people who have like ask me my like how do I identify I usually do identify as Canadian um and when Mm -hmm. you know like strangers ask me where I'm from I know where that what they're trying to ask me and I usually say my parents are from the Philippines um like ethnically I'm Filipino I'd say my culture is of a Filipino Canadian culture and I so I say Canadian it is this weird thing where sometimes when I say that it feels almost like you know those girls who are like (laughs) who are like you know those girls who are like I can't hang out with other girls because they're so dramatic. I like to just hang out with guys. Like, I feel like I'm trying to be one of the cool girls, you know? So I'm trying to be one of those, like, the cool Canadians. I'm not one of those, like, ungrateful, like, immigrants. I'm a a totally grateful, like, love a beer and red looks amazing on me. Um, I was born here. Yeah. Yeah, I was born here. I was born in Mississippi. And I, I literally, that's my script to every single person is like, well, I was born here my parents are from the philippines Uh i've tried to reel that in a little bit um because sometimes i noticed i I was almost offensive about it right like i've been in spaces where people feel like they need to talk louder at me because i english might be my (laughs) second language you know and i was i was born here but i also feel like when there's immigrants in the room and you almost like with pride and loudness exclaim that oh I was actually born here it almost seems kind of insulting to them and I was like no no I'm not gonna say that anymore I don't like why do I need to say that somebody else's insecurity is not gonna give me security and I also want to uplift people that are immigrants some of them you know they're they're paying Mm, attention and mm, they you know they feel like they're being excluded by people who look like them but apparently yeah because we're being the cool like girls. Because, yeah, we're yeah, being yeah. the cool girls. Yeah. We're like, well, stop no. being cool. I know. I hear what you. Yeah. I know what you mean. You're right. Like I didn't think about it that way. Where it's, 
in my um, way of defending like, oh, you thought wrong, bitch. I was born here, bitch. It's also perhaps if there's somebody else in the room, they're like, by what I'm saying, it could potentially and rightly so be Mm -hmm. considered. I'm saying that if you're not born here, then you're not of less like, of a right to speak up or yeah or yeah you you're not of the culture of us like you're not whatever the fuck we we think we are as a canadian whatever canadian culture is you know like oh you guys which are probably also you know? exacerbates and you're not as intelligent the, you're not as educated the argument that you're yeah. having. no exactly yeah. exactly and and in that way i'm almost um you like you're saying insulting another person in order for me to be like but look at me i'm somebody worthy and that's kind of fucked up so i i that's that's a learning and i i appreciate discussing this actually because i didn't really think about it that way but i don't know yeah like i i do have love for this country i was literally looking at a really cute canada hat and i i'm still gonna buy it and wear it i love it um but i think there's plenty of room to to you know say um canada you can be better uh i love you Mm -hmm. boo but uh you're acting a fool in these streets sometimes um and some of your fans are not cool you need to deal with them we need to actually look at all of our celebrations and recognize and look at them with a more sophisticated lens Instead of, yeah. like you're saying, bring out the red sheet cake, which in the past would be like, give me a slice, um, put on your red hat and let's shoot some fucking fireworks and just be like, la 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 la, fingers in your ears about the, um, you know, the Chinese Exclusion Act <laughs> and the big scoop of indigenous children and the murder of many indigenous uh, women and by the RCMP, like, let's mm. la, 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 not not let's not talk about that but we we should we should and we have to so yeah. that that that's not our future canada and that we can still right. look and we you know who were the cool girls at it's like to the rest of the world because the rest of the world is like i want to be what the rest of the world believes we are that we're open-minded mm. that we're diverse that we're progressive that we're like you know when people are like oh canada's not racist i'm like it is so we need to do like it is racist and we need to yeah and who are you to like uh like legitimize my racist racist experiences right yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's exactly. I, I hate that argument it's so it's so lazy it's so yeah. lazy. It's 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 that whole thing where it's like if somewhere's worse, if somebody has it worse off, then your experience yeah. is delegitimized. Oh, yeah. oh, sorry. Oh, you got punched in the face. Sorry, somebody else got like a black eye. Like, so I actually don't think that you got punched in the face because over there that suddenly your traumas eye. are yeah. put into a ring and they're 100%. fighting it out. Yeah. And then it's a competition. It's a competition. Okay, so we're now in competition who for who has it worse. It's like this the struggle Olympics. It's like the trauma Olympics. It's like fuck off. Uh, we let's fix our own shit. Um, let's actually know our country if you want to be proud of it. Then you're gonna be embarrassed when somebody's like, okay, how about the Chinese Exclusion Act? So I mentioned it like four times, and if you don't know what that is, um, then you should look it up. Right here, there's yep. one opportunity. If you don't know what the big scoop is, the, sorry, the 60s scoop, look that up. That's oh, you're you're gonna cry. You're gonna be angry. You're gonna want to punch somebody and in the face. It's not ice cream. No, it's not. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> That's gonna be your first project at Ben and Jerry's when you get your job there. <laughs> to make a, make that ice cream flavor. 
I'm but, an undercover advocate for civil rights, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm fronting awareness, as an awareness, ice cream man. <laughs> awareness through through product. <laughs> you'll get to you'll get to um, women who've been broken up with. You'll get to people who have binge eating disorders. Uh, you'll get at people who just you know it's a cheat meal. You know it's like their little their cheat snack. Who else? Who else is is the audience? Diabetics. Of? Just a little bit? Just a little sorry, bit. Sorry, that's terrible. No. They wouldn't be eating your ice cream. Re, sorry, relapsing diabetics is what I meant to say. <laughs> what? Yeah, so. I don't know if that's correct. I don't think it is at all. I don't think it is at all. Um, but yeah, Canada Day, um, It's we have to celebrate mm-hmm. it in a different way. You know, like I think I said it to you, it's like um, celebrating your problematic uncle's birthday and just not nobody calling out his shit. It's like, okay, I I still love you, but you've got some shit you need to handle. Earlier on, you said you are still in love with the country. For me, it's like we've broken up, but we've um, we're civil with each other. We're exes, but we're trying to get back to being friends. Okay, that's where I'm at. Okay, okay, you're like our mutual friend. Yeah. I had your man. He wasn't man <laughs> enough for me. Ooh, no, great, great, great. Yeah, see, and then I'm fixing it for the next bitch. <laughs> making him go to counseling, making him open up his friend circles, making him read. <laughs> like, uh. All right, Max, you know what my least favorite question to be asked is? What's your sign? No, I, I actually really like that question. I'm a bit of innie an or outie. Innie or outie. <laughs> I'm an innie. I feel like, anyways, my least favorite question is, what's your favorite insert blank? Um, it could be, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite uh, movie? Nothing gives me color? anxiety like that question. I'm like, what are we fucking six? I'm like, I'm a complex adult, okay? On, on Mondays, I like pizza. On Tuesdays, I like fucking... I don't know. Um, some you can't even sandwiches. answer. Though. You can't even. You can't even make up <laughs> hypotheticals. You can't even make up hypotheticals. Uh, is, uh, the struggle uh, is real. The struggle <laughs> is real. I don't. I don't know. And then, like, I. So I've been. The reason why I'm bringing this up is like this is strangely one of the most common questions that I get on Tinder. Mm. Um, is just people asking like, oh, well, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite song? Was it I'm like I actually don't have any of those. Like. I, I feel like it's such a commitment uh, and I'm I, I'm a bit of a commitment phobe. And so the thing ooh. with me is that like having to pick one thing and like put your name to it is like really stressful. Okay. So what I find interesting about that question is I – when you first said it, you're like, you know, people asking you these questions. I didn't know that they could be – the simple ones, a color, but the ones that, um, the questions are that are trying to see how interesting you are, uh, you know, like the one about what's your favorite kind of music or, or can you suggest, can you, um, I remember the ones like, Oh, recommend, uh, a song I should listen to or whatever. And you're like, Oh, for fuck's sakes. Or like, um, if you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? And I'm just like, Oh God, like, it's it's I always feel like they're a trap to see if you're yeah. interesting. And oh my I'm god, like, that that's I totally mean, it. I yeah. see that when that question is presented to me, I see the box that somebody's trying to put me in. Yeah. And what's the what's the answer? Uh, yeah, I I don't know what the right answer is and then I freak out and then I'm like, ah, I don't have one. And then I genuinely don't. And I also feel like, you know, 
maybe it's my psychology background a little bit, but like, I feel like when people ask those kinds of questions, they are trying to, they are trying to, this is what qualifies (laughs) me to do this podcast. Um, I feel like they are trying to, they already have an answer in their head or they have some fucking cheat sheet or answer guide. And they're like, their finger is just like Mm. moving down the page and they're like, gotcha. There's a, there's a matrix and they're grading (laughs) you right now. Ooh, cold play, cold play. That's, um. one point. Aerosmith, I don't Ooh, want to Michael miss Michael Jackson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then oh my god, and then there are like the and then you give an ironic answer. Oh my god, give an ironic answer like, oh, what's your what's your favorite uh, food? And you go like, oh, coffee, coffee and cigarettes. Oh yeah, that like, sounds <laughs> like somebody's fucking Tinder bio right there. Yoga, yoga. What's your favorite date? What's your favorite date? And then they're like Friday. <laughs> Who asked that? What's your favorite date? Like, who the fuck is asking that kind of question? It's lazy people. No, that's actually a smart one because they don't know what to ask you to do on the first date. Oh, oh my God. I'm so stupid. You know what I interpreted that as? Like, what is your favorite date? Like, um, day, month, year? July. (laughs) July 22nd. 2040. Some some shit's gonna go down that day, and then you go on. That's even better because then you can go on with your conspiracy theory about what's gonna happen July twenty second, twenty forty, and then you you join you ask them to join your cult of Canadian patriots. So stupid! I can't believe I thought that's what you were asking. No, it's what it's what guys have asked. Like, oh, what, like what's your idea? No, wait, wait then, your, I think your, you asked the question what's wrong. Your idea? I think you yeah. What's your yeah. idea of a favorite date? Not what's your favorite date. That fucking threw me no, listen. No, you're on text. You think these people? They're they're cutting and pasting. They're texting to like seventy of us right now. They're not like mm, sentence structure. Do I have the right amount? Do I? And then you have the me purchase? texting back. Like, My no. favorite date is November fourteenth, July 2040. I hate those questions as well because then I'm like, oh no, I have to be all interesting. And then what I end up doing is like I end up being funny yeah friday (laughs) people respond well to that too like um people want to be negged almost i I find i don't do it on purpose because i do believe it is a sleazy habit but like when the conversation Mm. is going south and by going south i mean if you're asking like if you're in your 20s or in your 30s um and you're asking another grown-ass adult like what your favorite color is i mean there's a there's your problem right there Mm. you know yeah, it, I think it's because people are just trying to connect with you. And then it's, I feel like it was out of one of those like Playboy magazines from the 1960s. Because when I time traveled there, I, I picked up a, a Playboy. And it's like ways to seduce somebody. And Annoy the ask them hell these them. questions on your first, your first date at a, uh, um, what would be a, what would be a place in, uh, in the 1960s where you'd go to a date at the drive-in? Yeah. Uh, at the uh, Woodstock. At the segregated pool. <laughs> at the Woodstock. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like that would be like ripped out of that page. Like these are things where people are like, oh, and then you shouldn't. Um, there are all these like weird rules around what to do when you're trying to uh, woo another person, and those types of questions are just kind of tired. Then what? What are some ways then? Like other than a question like like that. 
try to ask um, what a person did that day and then try to find some commonalities and create a conversation around that. Like one of the things I, and I'll, I'll even like throw, like I'll throw people like softballs that you can like hit. Mm. Oh, like, how's it going? Or what did you do today? I'm like, uh, stood in the uh, Ikea lineup for like a good two hours. And then, you know, that's a, that's a cue for you to ask me, well, what do you, what is it that you're buying? Like, what are you setting up for? And then I can come back with, oh, well, I'm trying to set up some patio furniture on my terrace, you know, so that I can have people over eventually. And then the conversation just sort of, un, uh, you know, unwraps like that, you know, when you start quizzing them, it, it does make the other person feel like you are now in an interview to, um, for this person to evaluate how much of a, a potential good mate you're going to make, you know, that's not friendly. That's not sexy. You kind of like, you know, when you're dating in your thirties, you're kind of like, you're not looking for somebody who's like, I've traveled around the world. And, you know, you're not trying to look for that person who's trying to impress you with all no. this stuff like so I like that you're kind of like what are you doing today and if the person's like oh I made a smoothie and you're like oh cool I fucking love smoothies like it can be because that that's going to be what your relationship is like once you're transitioned into an actual relationship your texts are going to be like that uh, I'm in line at Ikea oh I mean I, this is what I had for lunch exactly like kind of just like normal it shit. shouldn't feel like normal two people shit. are trying to build themselves up all the time to each other because like then you get tired nah. of like putting up this fucking charade of who you're supposed to be in front of this person you know yeah because that's going to be exhausting and it's like you know going to bed with makeup on like <laughs> <laughs> and then waking up looking fucking <laughs> messed up as fuck. And then you like an eyelash on your ear, you know, like trying to. <laughs> and then you like touch it up quickly before they wake up. Like, no, no, I'm still perfect. I'm still interesting. Look at me. I'm doing backflips <laughs> right now. <laughs> My favorite color is green. <laughs> Vomit green. If you were ordering me a sandwich at Subway Sandwich, what toppings are you putting? What sandwich I'd put the toppings on? Go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no cheese. Black olives, green olives, and then oh, okay, the the okay. water from the yep. olive reserve just douse the bread in that. No no heating up the bread, no toasting it. And then just a bunch of jalapeno peppers and banana peppers. And then you know like how they go like crazy with the fucking mayo? I would I would tell them to put several lines. Mayo. Mayo. To the point where like as soon as you bite into it, it gushes out of the sandwich. <laughs> if I hated you. Out the size of your mouth. So it would be like a very sour, wet sandwich. Salty, very salty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so gross. And it has my favorite color in there too, vomit green. (laughs) 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 I love it. Thank you. (laughs) What a petite. All right, Maxine, I've had enough of this conversation. I'm about to head back to the 1920s. When life was simple and I had a schedule that was dictated at me by my keepers. The zoo keepers. I'm wearing a, I'm, I'm not wearing a top right now. Just a grass skirt around a fire. Uh, I just imagine like grown men coming by and like poking at your body and it's really gross. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Um, so I'm going to travel back to today. Uh, I feel mm-hmm. like I've been yelling a lot today. I don't know. I feel like a lot of our topics has 
has brought out the the, pas- out. the passion the passion the passion in me i don't know what was i what were we what are we doing in this <laughs> what are we doing this last part it's time to say goodbye maxine that's the, the okay. guests are at the door we're we're in a circle we're you know doing that like very end of the day conversation gotta grabbing get our coats leave. from the <laughs> grabbing our coats from the from the coat pile in that one bedroom or the the office um <laughs> <laughs> making pleasantries small talk saying goodbye for the fifth time this is yeah. just i'm just recapping like a an event with my family you know that's literally <laughs> what happens they'll say goodbye like at the like the dinner table maybe and they'll walk all the way to the entry and then they'll continue to say goodbye for like another oh minutes. my god i hate that it takes so long and you're like just get <sighs> just get out you just get we already said goodbye. Then you have to hug again. So like hug oh again. God, yeah. You got to do the whole thing. Uh, yeah. So that's good. We're leaving. We're getting out of here. But before I go, yeah. uh, I just want to talk about a couple things, two things that I've been recently donating to two different organizations. And Ooh. I think they're super great. So one of them, okay, I don't know how to say it. Like, I don't know if they call it calf can or, but like, C-A-F-C-A-N, but it's the Caribbean African Canadian Social Services. Mm -hmm. So it's all the things that we've been like, you know, hashtag defund the police, but it's like the services that the community needs. So like employment services, uh, family services, children services, youth services, stuff that helps people deal with stress, conflict, employment, helping behavioral issues and emotional issues with youth and children, like all of these really great programs, Kafcan, uh-huh. Kafcan.org. I, I love, I love the name. Out. It's not to be confused with Kaftan. <laughs> no, but I, are you currently wearing one? I love it. You're, you're free to wear one if you donate. Ooh, and you should. Um, and then the <laughs> Kaftan weather. The second one, it's called Black Cap or CAP. Or it's the Black Coalition for AIDS Prevention, mm-hmm. and the the name the name is very descriptive, um, and they really are uh, helping Black African Caribbean communities tackle and reduce the spread of HIV and enhance the quality of life for people who are affected by HIV and AIDS. Blackcap.ca uh, donate. The way that you're going to remember these organizations' names is they are similar to things that you can wear. So calf can black cap. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, fashion and yeah. doing good. Love it. I'm wearing the full outfit. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be awesome. I can see it. It suits you really well. Thank you. Clear the runway. Here I come. <laughs> Ooh, it, it, it flutters. It flops. Now get into that time machine and go to the 1920s. <laughs> I'm from the future. <laughs> I, I, I gag. I come out of a time machine wearing a black cap and a caftan, and they're like, whoa, <laughs> fashion really has changed. <laughs> come with us to the Coney, Coney Island Human Zoo. We've got a place for you. <laughs>